If you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, be sure Loser. to do that. Well, and you should <laughs> like, like our Facebook page because you'll get a notification to new post. Obviously, we're there all day long and all night long, for that matter. Um, Sometimes. Yeah, and, and of course, you will always get a heads up before we go Facebook Live. Oh, first, before we start here, I got to say a big happy birthday to my mom, Miss Judy. Oh. Today's her birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need a. She is the big 8 0 today. Is she really? Wow. Yeah. Young lady. Yeah. You know, I love it. She works two jobs still, and she yeah, loves she it. She works at the daycare, and she uh, uh, does the, the events at the Superdome. Yeah. yeah. As an usher. So, happy birthday, Mom. You know, she, Mimi. No joke. She's the kind of person, when you see her in person, A, you look at her, you can't tell she's 80. No way. And her personality certainly is not she somebody who's throttled back. always whisper something you know? funny in my ear. Yeah. Not for well, everyone else. Well, personality for other people is different than growing up. Is it? But anyway... <laughs> Truth, truth, mom. Um, I, you know, I said I had to pat myself on the back, and it was because yes, something I did with my son Jackson. You know, Jackson is—he's uh, in the band at school. Uh, last week, they had a little jazz band concert at a coffee house. Yeah. Now these kids have not played since school ended last year, so they came it's together in, in the summer to play a one-hour concert, just a bunch of songs. Here's uh, Jackson on the drums here, and they're doing Sissy Strut. <laughs> That's cool. So this is—is is this the marching band? No, this is the jazz, jazz band. Okay, got it. Uh, they wear black and they wear white suspenders and white ties. Oh, I like jazz life, man. That's impressive. But um, I was driving him back and forth to practice last week, and you know, I told him, I said, "You realize?" Because he complains a lot about having to get out there in the summer and do the marching band and practice because it's so hot. Yeah. And I was like, "You got to realize, Jack." I said, "Well, I said, do you realize that one year ago you couldn't do any of this stuff?" Nice. He goes, "I could." I said yeah. that you had never been in a school band, you'd never been in any organized music, mm-hmm. anything. One year ago today, you couldn't be where you are now. I said, you're in the marching band, and plus you play a kit in the jazz band. Right. I said, you think about that whenever you're complaining and how great you do. And That's- it was just like, Okay. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I just had a good dad moment there. You did. Yeah. It's like something someone would have written into a sitcom. Yeah. I was like, that's one. That would have been the moment the sweet music would have kicked in. Yeah, that's my July moment, so I'll have to do it again in August. So uh, is he doing the James Brown thing yet? You know, this? Gotta get him on that one. You do need I send to. him drum riffs every now and then. I said, you have to learn this one. Before you can come over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We promised a lot of fun on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way, I mean, on the podcast itself, you don't ever miss the show because the whole show later becomes a podcast today. And then we have a new episode every day of the After the Show podcast, which is only done there. Spend a little extra time, get a little more personal. Speaking of it, okay, so over the weekend, um, our daughter, Taylor, came to us. um, First to me, Murphy, because she couldn't find you. She was like, I wanted to talk to both of you. I don't know where dad went. (laughs) That's wonderful. But it's okay. You came right back. So Uh she said, said, I need to tell you something, mom. I've been wanting to tell you this for a couple of days. And oh my gosh. Yeah. That's that's a setup for a mom's heart. So I'm like, what, baby? She's like... Remember um, the other day uh, um, you, you guys posted the picture of you and dad and Mr. Sam that you aged yourself? Uh, and I was like, oh. Yeah, the in the face app. app, yeah. Yeah, that, that thing. And she was like, and she crawled into bed with me while she told me this. She says, I didn't like seeing y'all like that. I don't want to think of you guys aging. And as soon as she said that in my heart, I was like, I, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. I get that. But I did say... It would be a it will be a blessing if we do yeah. get to age like that. But I, I never thought for a second how that would affect her. But I can tell you what happened was we discovered it. 
Sam had a picture of the three. Oh, of us. here we go. Well, no, no, we said let's do <laughs> it. Sam had an idea, and you, you, you did it. Yeah, and I knew that it Murphy wouldn't like it, and you did not like seeing that Murphy. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It creeped you. me out too. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, I mean, I, it's it's fine that you posted it because it's funny. Mm-hmm. That, it was I mean, funny. It, everybody on the planet was face apping, but um, but that kind of stuff really does totally creep me out. So when Taylor said that, I felt I, bad. Right. I felt. I mean, I felt bad for her too. But I felt like t- I meant. To, I did go ahead and tell her the other thing that struck me, and maybe other adult children who lost your parents young felt this way. As soon as that app started becoming viral, I knew I it would be hard for me. My dad died when he was only 40 years old. Mm. So I never got to see him age. Yeah. And so, and I would not want to see it because I've, I've spent so many years wondering what he would look like. It would floor me. It would level me to see it. So, of course, it. she didn't enjoy seeing that. So... Well, I know a lot of people. I apologize. That, to a lot her. of people who do refuse to, you know, to do yeah. that. But what's weird is for for people like Sam who have pictures of everybody. <laughs> you did it three and four times to yourself, oh, didn't you? Yeah, I got so old. It was like, who is that? <laughs> yeah, my brother did that to himself too. It's like, wow, that's what it'll look like at four hundred. In fact, I even showed one uh, one of those to my one of my exes, and she goes, "Oh, who is that?" Oh, <laughs> that would have been your future. Remember that's me? What... You used to be married. <laughs> I really love an estate sale, and we happened to find one right down the street from our house last weekend. Mm -hmm. So Phoebe and I went first thing. Like, the thing started at 8, and we were inside at (laughs) 8.01. I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet before the line at 8. There were other people at 8, and the thing is, it was Saturday before we discovered it. This thing was had been going on Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday was the last day. Mm-hmm. But it was the first day that we were able to find out about it, and she woke me up and said, let's go, Mom. She loves them, too, my old soul. I had never been to any until the first time was a couple of years ago, and now I, I get it. It's so fun. Because you never know what you're going to find. Sometimes nothing. Most of the time, nothing. And you that have to I walk want. through the house. And then yeah, the you walk style. through the home. You never know what you're going to see. And so it's, well, and, it's, and it's better it, than going to like a store because there's six of everything at a store. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something. Well, you know why I like it, too, is it tells a story. The, right. The, it literally is somebody's life story and history. It's fascinating. It's like, yeah. I, so, it's like part of you might feel a little off like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Who died? What happened? Or what's going on? Are they, are they selling the house? Yeah. Like, what's up? And they're looking through their stuff. But. They the, don't have to be dead, by the way, to have an estate sale, Jody. Just I know. So okay. Know. Well, okay. They could be downsizing and moving and just, you know. Okay. But a lot of times, the ones I've been to, it's obvious that some. Somebody died? Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. The trick. Do you want the trick I've learned? I've learned this the hard way again last weekend. Is this and I'm never doing it again. When you walk into an estate sale, realize there's only one bunny rabbit picture on the wall, or there's only <laughs> one perfect chair. Yeah. So if you are the book, the old book that wow, you'd love to have a copy of that. What you mean by that is there there, there aren't more in stock in the back. <laughs> right. And if it's the right price and it's something special and you love it, don't overthink it. I did this one time. Like I like that that little table a lot. I did this last week and I love that little table. Um, it's a really good price, but where am I going to put it? So I went home, talked to you. I don't know where I'd put it. We go back. What do you think? Gone. The table's gone. Yeah. Stupid. I should have just gotten it and then figure that stuff out later. Yeah. I'm not talking about clutter because you know I'm against clutter, mm. but if you see it, there's probably only one and if it's good, 
go for it. And you got you have a 50-50 shot on this little piece of advice, but you know, they usually cut the price by the last day. Now, most of the good stuff is gone, yeah. but you still may find something really cool that's now like 75% off from the first day. If you're there the last hour, they don't want to haul that stuff out. They're yeah. like, "Hey, 75% off. <laughs> Take it." Yeah, in in the in the land of plenty where this any dish that you want today, you can have it anytime, anywhere from any store. You mean Marca? And, yeah, and I just remember as, as a kid, the, the early part of that prepackaged generation thing in the 80s, I'm almost embarrassed to even say this because hmm. there were a number of things. I don't think that I actually had a fresh, <laughs> freshly made tamale, an actual true homemade tamale, probably until I was like 11 or 12 years old. What did you have, the Hormel one? The canned version, yeah. I mean, I, I, I assume they were supposed to be pressed and compacted into that little <laughs> like Vienna sausage. tube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you had to remember, open the can, dump them out, take the paper off. Well, I thought you were going to say them. you didn't have one until you were 30. Not having oh, one until no. you were 11 I mean, I is not a big deal. I wasn't that deprived, but you know, <laughs> my, my introduction to so many specialty foods were from the can. <laughs> that's that's well, the way that wait. my mother did your mom, your mom was a shortcut type cook. Well, I mean, a lot of things. Yeah, she did. She was a great cook. She was a hardworking mom. So sometimes there had to be how do you put a meal together in five minutes? And so it was usually her little creation. Of, speaking of the crazy mom creations, was something she called Mexican stuff uh, that involved canned tamales, <laughs> canned chili, mm. uh, cheese. That was the fresh That's ingredient. That's what I would do if we're going this path. Um, I think Fritos Corn. were in it Ooh. or Doritos, one of the two. Man. Did that tear up your gut? She could stop then, now. Yeah, and then uh, canned tomatoes. <laughs> and so, you know, it was a- She baked um, it? She baked it in the oven like that? Yeah. yeah. Nah, we ate at room yeah. temperature. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just asking you to finish the method. Yeah, I was know. trying to think my way through it. But it was, and it actually was one of our favorite dishes, but it was 100% from the can. Wow. And whenever I would tell that to friends about, yeah, my mom makes this, they're like, what? Murph, when Didn't you, you have not- a, a, a recipe too that your mom used to make with veg all and hot dogs or something? Poof. Well, no, veg all would just was sort of the catch all if we needed a vegetable <laughs> in something. Yeah. To complete When we the food first group. got married, Murphy, but- I don't know if you know the story. I was in the kitchen with her one time and she was like, oh, she was watching what I was doing. I learned how to cook legit from my grandmother and mother. I didn't know what veg all was. And she says, oh, I, I, I used to do something like that and I put a can of veg all in it. And yeah. I didn't know what she what she meant. Excuse me, what would uh, you say? I didn't know what veg all was. Yeah. Well, and so I, mean, I looked a, at her a, like she had th- a third eyeball. It's quite the convenient way to get all your vegetables in <laughs> one, <laughs> one can. Bless her heart. With but your she, tamales. <laughs> but she was a great, she, she really did. was she a great She made the cook. best roast just had Right, she just had some odd dishes like that. She had a trick with her potato salad that she used canned potatoes. Yeah. And now I like to do that because of the way they tasted. They're be- I liked them and it's yeah. less work. You can let us know about your mom, crazy mom creation, stuff that she made that wasn't even really food. Wasn't even really recipes, I mean. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. Bring it. Give us a call anytime. We love to visit with you. 877-310-4675. What's going on, Christian? Okay, so I just wanted to join in the discussion about um, mom making things out of a can. Okay. Yes. Yeah. My mom made something. I mean, we were, you know, she wasn't home a lot. She uh, worked as an EMT whenever I was little. And um, she had two kiddos, and she was raising us by herself. So she kind of did a lot of what 
she would call Poman Fair. Um, <laughs> we did, uh, she took and she made something that she called Spam Surprise. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Wow. What was the surprise? <laughs> and, 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 that's, and it sounds terrible, but what she did is she took the, the cans of Spam and she cubed them mm-hmm. and then she sauteed them with onion uh-huh. and it kind of cooked all the water out of it so that it wasn't like nasty and gummy the way that spam is supposed to be. Yeah. And then she threw it in a pot with um, potatoes mm-hmm. and then water and chili powder and kind of made a stew out of it. Yes. Doing what and it she was could actually do. Really good. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I mean, the mom is just trying to feed everybody. Mom's brains are wired that way. Yep. It's early now, but by mid-afternoon, I'm going to be thinking, what does my family need? I need to make sure we eat, or you know what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Well, Christian, uh, here's the important part. Do you still make that today? <laughs> yes, I do. Wow. Oh, that's sweet. Do you Have you changed it at all? I, I probably add a little bit more spice than she does, because, I, I mean, we kind of grew up in... You know, Southeast Texas, which was kind of like a lot of Cajun influence. So we kind of use Tony's a lot. That's cool. See, it sounds weird at first, but then you tell the story and it makes it cool. Shout out to your mom, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. It makes it special. Thank you, Christian. Mm. Yeah, although you have to be aware of anything that's called a surprise. You know, <laughs> any, any dish that has that term. My grandmother had a few of those yeah. and they were always awesome. Then you get the but, surprise but after you've eaten mark, it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's it, it is, as odd as some of these dishes do wind up sounding. It's true. My mom was much the same way. She was a working mom. You know, my both my parents worked very hard all their lives and, you know, um, before my dad retired and all that. And so my mom, you know, was kind of crunched for time, counter. right? Yeah. So if it came out of a can, it was so usually going to be made. It was yeah. a surprise. <laughs> Her One of hers that she would make was it started with a base of macaroni and cheese added tuna fish and then cans of a can of veg all right and so but she didn't call that a surprise you got all the it food was, groups in right. that one meal yeah she called that one a casserole which is uh. close to a surprise <laughs> but you know look out for surprise casserole then yeah okay uh. christian thank you 877-310-4msj anytime you want to jump in you know, I realized last night that we do something that our kids think is so dumb that I just... All of us or you and Murphy? Oh, no, no, me and Murphy. Oh, okay, good. I, yeah, well, <laughs> it's a, although it's, it's likely that the three of us would do dumb things. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what they think of you, Sam, specifically, but um, our girls, it was funny because Taylor called me, had to ask me a question, and I did the whole, well, you need to talk to dad, too. Mm. It's one of those things where both parents need to be on the same page for this. And she's like, okay, can you put him on? I'm like, he's not here. She goes, what? I said, he went to buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> she was like, oh. And both of our kids think it is so dumb that that Murphy buys lottery tickets. Well, it's why. I mean, there are, look, millions of people do that, every, you know, multiple times a week. I mean, what's, what's funny about it is he, could, he didn't do it while he was out. He's like, I got to go buy a lottery ticket. To me, that's funny. Oh, you yeah, go he, out and buy a lottery oh, ticket. Oh, he, he'll forget that well, he went, meant to buy it. Yeah, I did. I got snacks, too. So it wasn't just that. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, you know. It, anyway, it's just where our, our girls have never thought it's it's funny. We should be maybe proud. They don't think it's a good idea to, to spend your money on a chance <laughs> for something. Yeah. You know, but we've always... You know, I mean, to me, it's like there. you play responsibly, just like all the TV mm-hmm. ads or whatever you billboard you see. I mean, if you play responsibly. Yeah, and my I mean, mom, she does it every week. But, she, I mean, she sets aside a couple bucks. She right. buys a couple tickets. and then Right. Yeah. Well, one see, day when we win, 
We're not going to let them ride in our helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you keep you keep thinking that day's coming, you know. <laughs> I just think it's funny. What do your kids? Is it a generational oh, thing or just I, my kids? I, honestly, I can't answer that because I, I the only couple times I bought lottery tickets in the past five they years, they were with or, you, or, or, or when they get to the six hundred million dollar range. Right. You know, okay, you only play big. Yeah. But, I mean, I do think it's it becomes a teachable moment because, they, I mean, really, the odds are the same if you buy one ticket or yes. 10 or whatever. And exactly and then, what you're saying is what you say to them. And they're, yeah. you always te- you always explain it and break it down and try to do that teachable thing. And they, they still start rolling their eyes <laughs> like, oh, Dad, you're not going to win the lottery. <laughs> Can you I just know. have your 10 bucks, Murphy? You know what? I mean, I know that they say a lightning strike is more likely, which is why I'm careful in thunderstorms, by the way. <laughs> And Sam, I have a question for you, a little personal question here. You know, uh, what's it, that, Murphy? Well, I mean, just like you, uh, I don't drink. You and I don't drink anymore. You yeah. Know, for reasons. It's for, it's for our own good. Uh, I, I made a recipe the other day where it called for a half a bottle of beer, so I poured the half a bottle in and, and poured, poured the other half down the drain. Well, that's yeah. good, and the yeah. alcohol cooks off, so, you know, I mean, well, good for you. that's what they say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells so, good. Um, you know, but I, I've got an interesting, you know, question here, because, uh, you know, we have a group of friends, we've, uh, you know, some of our best friends that I went to high school with have said, you know, that Jody and I yeah. might want to, we would all go on a trip to Napa. You know, now that's wine country. They yeah. threw that right? out there, and, and as soon so, as they said it, and just... I've not. You know, I always wanted to do wine country when I was drinking wine. All I can tell you, I did the tour <laughs> without being. You there. already did it without the plane ticket. <laughs> right, I did. You know, you, nope, don't stop. Keep pouring. One could say I went around the world, but um, you know, so uh, the. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of debating this because, you know, Jody's concerned. It's like, eh, it's, I don't, I, it's wine country. Why would you do that? I mean, I'm oh, thinking, I would love to it's, do that. It's beautiful countryside. And I did. I looked it up. So there there are other things that you can do because they know that there are people that yeah, don't drink. Eat. Yeah. Well, if, which balloons. is fine with me. And balloons. Yes, yeah, Sam yeah. is right. But I know who you're not going to get in the balloon. I'm not going up into the air in a basket. Well, that might make me so nervous I'd need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> But um, just I want look but, look I want you to pretend like you're there, and everybody on the tour we're all together because we go with our big group of big group yeah. friends six of us we're all drinking on the wine tour what are you doing driving <laughs> you know I mean, I'm enjoying the countryside there, there's, there's history remember, there's you know is, you gave Murphy wine classes remember well that Way was before, before I know but see to me that would still be in my head like I would love to know the process from the dirt up would you like to go on a taco tour if you couldn't eat tacos i mean let's play these games i don't know Do you want to go to where's this taco tour <laughs> yeah i, I didn't know. know there was one i'm not look i'm i'm, I'm all for travel but you, i know you very well murphy that is going to be an inner struggle like you cannot imagine. I just don't think that that that, that, that trip is something that we should do. You think it's a bad idea? I well, do, unfortunately. Let me, let me it is 2019. Have the wineries all come along or like we offer services for non-drinkers? They, they probably know. have grape juice. Yeah, I mean, let me, just, I, let me Google some more and I'll let you know what I, what I find. Okay. Well, you really have to trust that they're labeling it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I have some more grape juice? <laughs> got to tell you about a little estate sale find that Jody got over the weekend, Sam. Well, I to mention this to you yesterday. Is this the monster estate sale you've been talking about for like a week now? No, this was last minute. My girlfriend, um, who does these all the time, we, you know, we got in touch and she was like, you want to come with me? I'm like, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. And so I was about to walk out of this house not buying a thing, but there was a lot of good stuff in the kitchen. And one of them just looked, I, I saw it and I was like, mm, my Murphy would like that. Hmm. 
You're not going to think that this is it, you're thinking power tools, I'm sure, yeah. or something like or yeah. electronics or you know, something <laughs> vintage. Yeah. No, it's not any of that. It actually is a French press coffee. Ooh. You know, I don't even know what you call it. It's not a coffee maker, it's a French it's a press. French press. It's a French press. Coffee press. Oh, it's just right. called a coffee press? Okay. Yeah, I've French never press. had French press coffee. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, this one was in perfect condition or I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. And maybe has was used once by someone who had been a chef. It's the kind of thing that I've always I've enjoyed it when I've had it, but I would never buy this for myself. Yeah. So I'm glad Jody did. In fact, my first experience with true French press coffee was uh, I was <laughs> in du- France during the war in no, France. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, of all places, it was me at a table full of ladies at the Peabody Hotel in Memphis, oh. you know, yeah. and they served French press coffee there, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. The ladies were wonderful, and so was the coffee. That so, was the same time you got into the accident with the ladies in the Uber car? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so uh, you know, the coffee is great, and there's a, I don't know how to explain it. It tastes different. <clears throat> I, just, it, I like it's it. It's really good. It's more concentrated, or? I guess it is something about it, but you put the grounds in the bottom, yeah. <clears throat> you pour the re- almost boiling water on it, and then you slowly press it down, and then he calls my name, come on, babe, it's ready, <laughs> and it's so good. Yeah, see, Sam's not a coffee drinker, so I don't guess you would appreciate that. It's, no, a, it is a, it's a taste. Chad, you know about it? Yeah, I'm a big coffee drinker. And part of the reason is that it's all about the oils. And oils get filtered out when you use a traditional coffee, even when you use paper filters. Really? Yeah, you can actually use a mesh filter to get a more... French robust. press type experience from your traditional. All I can mix. tell you is that I, oh. it's not making it up, not because it was such a deal, but when you made the first one, I was like, unbelievable! It's so good. <laughs> it's like a commercial. Yeah. This yeah. is the best coffee I've well, ever had. And what Chad just explained will really make me sound smart the next yeah. time people come over. Thank you, Chad. <laughs> We love to hear from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, just like Trisha's doing. Thanks for the call, Trisha. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I appreciate it. I just kind of wanted to fangirl a little bit about the whole <laughs> French press coffee thing. Yes. <laughs> I'm so in love with this stuff. I actually had a roommate that had one, but before that, I had this very large, wonderful Marine veteran that I used to work with that it was just a work of art to watch him make this every morning. And he had a few select people that he would pour the coffee for and it was always awesome. And when I moved in with my roommate, she didn't have a uh, coffee pot, which I thought was some sort of sacrilege. Really? (laughs) I don't understand that. Yeah, right? Uh, It doesn't, I don't comprehend. But uh, she was not available for me to ask her how to do the whole French press thing. So I YouTube videoed it. Right. Yeah. Like you do. But mm-hmm. I have to say, such a great cup of coffee. <laughs> it is. I follow the instructions and they always say like the coarse ground stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually like the espresso ground stuff in the French press. Really? Oh. See, now we're going to be trying that. Yeah. I can tell you for sure. There you go. I just loved hearing you guys talk about it this morning, and I had to come and fangirl just a little bit with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. It's because, Trisha, I didn't know coffee could be better. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> right? it got better. It's like a rebirth. <laughs> I know. It's like suddenly, it's not just a convenient thing with the Keurig cup. I'm going to have real coffee and take the time. And I think that's part of it. It's luxurious. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You guys have a great, great day. You too, Trisha. Thanks, Trisha. Love listening to your show. Thank you. You know, and it's true. 
it, it makes us feel, it makes me feel a little fancy. I mean, we watched one little uh, <laughs> YouTube video and Murphy was doing it. And it YouTube is anything. so That's, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even keep instruction manuals anymore because YouTube's typically better. Ooh, dangerous. Um, Sam, you don't even, you're not a coffee person. I'll be willing but, to try it though. I've never had French press. Mm, so good. I do think it's a good gift too. Um, going forward into the holidays, if somebody's a foodie, they've probably already had it. You know, they a true foodie, foodie has had that. Yeah. But do they have a press at home? It's a good idea. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. Thank you again, Trisha. Jump in anytime. So with the weekend coming up, catch up on anything that you missed here during the week with the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel because there are videos up there. And, you know, and, and we also, you know, we stay in contact with you over the weekend. So you yes. can follow us on Instagram and, and Facebook. Be sure to like our page so you get a notification. Think of it as audio binging. It is kind of the same thing. You're right, mm-hmm. Sam? All the like, time. On demand. We're here at your disposal. I know it is Grateful Friday, but I want to talk about divorce right now. Well, that sounds wah, happy. Wah, wah. a lot of people who are grateful for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> See, Sam has to be careful about where he goes with that statement from Jody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you've, had, you've been married how many times? I mean, I'm just asking, you know, for somebody that doesn't know. Three. I've been married three times. Three times, right. And it's, guess how many times I've been divorced? Three Thrice. times. Yeah. Thrice, yes. <laughs> Uh, hence, I am single. Now, um, it, and this goes back to uh, marriage number one and children, uh, Sammy and Will. Older uh, children. The oldest ones. And it's and it's kind of all because of Hollis coming into the world, my first grandson. Yeah. Yes. Sammy, Sammy and Melissa's uh, son. <clears throat> I've been able to spend a lot of time with my ex more so than I have over the past you know, um, umpteen years. Yeah. Right. Because you guys have been divorced for how many years now? <laughs> 96 97 yeah yeah so 20 plus years but i mean you know in the hospital when the baby's born and uh family gatherings and all that you spend a lot of time and we get along great nice nice um but i start to hear discussions about oh remember the time when you and will this and when the family did that and we did and it's like you knew when you're getting divorced that you're gonna have the kids and she's gonna have the kids right but here it is 20 plus years later and it's like wow they really did have a life that did not include me at times and i know oh yeah 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 yeah. i'm Only still in their times. eyes but it, it's it's odd to hear stuff about your kids that happened and that you didn't find fond memories and stuff like that and it's mm-hmm. like wow oh, i missed out on that and oh that would have been fun to do and yeah. i know i had and again it's no regrets can't back, so you yeah. can't go back because i had my fun times with them yeah, right, yeah. that other people don't know about yeah. so but it was just odd that that it, is it's a realization. Like you're there for the big celebration of the baby, and all of a sudden these little zingers. And nobody's trying to do it. It's just no. you hear it. I'm going, oh wow, oh. You didn't do the thing where you were like, well, remember when we Chris, <laughs> the Chris you know, Farley thing? There was the part part of Sam remember that wanted to jump Beatles? in and do that. Yeah, well, we did. Yeah, but it's like, no, this is everybody else's moment. Let them have that. Nice. See, that's health. That's certainly nice healthier. Up. That's healthier than going back and trying to Photoshop yourself into those pictures. <laughs> Well, I have photoshopped people out of pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's a different yeah. divorce realization. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Tom Hanks may be the nicest guy to ever be in Hollywood, and he knows it. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Ah. A beautiful day. Nobody else can play Fred Rogers Would for us. Fred Rogers. Correct. Walt Disney. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh, I forgot about Come Walt on. Disney. Okay, so he did Tom Hanks because of the upcoming Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood movie, which is in theaters this month, the mm-hmm. 22nd, I believe, where Tom Hanks plays Fred Rogers. He did this 
interview with the New York Times and they address that whole nice guy thing. You're an actor. Actors are supposed to be able to change. Can you play mm-hmm. the villain? He's like, and he said, he knows he can't play the villain. He says he is so much more comfortable and does better work slipping into the nice guy thing yeah. because he's done that his whole life. He says a long time ago, he would use it like as a defense mechanism. He'd walk into a room and instead of being the intimidating guy, he says, instead of dominating a room, I would somehow seduce it. And so he knows that he's not mysterious. You're not going to rev him up and get a bunch of anger out of him. And you can see that. Yeah. And also, too, as as fans, if we if he did a serious, you know, Tom Hanks, the killer role, would we I believe wouldn't it? want that? I wouldn't like oh, that. Come on, that's so mean. Even when he did the Dan Brown stuff yeah. with the that yeah, I didn't believe indeed, that one either. That was hard for me. Tom Hanks, beautiful day in the neighborhood as Mr. Rogers. Uh, that'll be this month in theaters. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Our oldest Taylor works at a movie theater. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. A cinema. Yeah. Right. Now, Sam, have you seen her at the cinema yet or not? No, I actually, uh, Jackson had a date there once, and so I was there. And I, you were looking around for Taylor? I went and looked for Taylor, but I couldn't find her anywhere, so okay. I was like, Sorry. oh, well. No free popcorn looks, for you. I, I love, I mean, her her uniform, I guess they call it that. Yes. It, it looks great. I mean, it's just got everything about haircut. it. It's a fun, it's really turned out to be a fun job for her. Well, she got off early the other day, and she called me. I'm on my way home. I'm like, oh, you got off early? She goes, no, remember I told you I was hosting the birthday party, and it ended. And I was like, oh, right. I'd forgotten that she'd mentioned that to me. This is her first time. Now, normally she does door, box, concessions, and ushering. Well, now, hey, Taylor, would you like to host the birthday party at the movie theater? (laughs) And she liked it. And she loved it. And remember, my first job... (laughs) I worked at McDonald's, and I was also the birthday party girl, Yeah, and I would did, do the Did you games. sit her down and talk to her about that? <laughs> Here's how it's done, No, sweetie. let me tell you something. I was not that mother. I didn't even talk to her about McDonald's. You didn't tell she her about- She probably doesn't even know I hosted birthday parties. You didn't tell her about the stack, the Big Mac, Big Mac box game? Isn't that the, what you used to do? It's called the Big Mac stack. <laughs> Big Mac stack, right. Get it right. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, well, tell me about the party. And she's like- it was actually more chill. She said it was more chill than she expected because the little girl was turning seven. I'm like, yeah, it should have been wild. Yeah. But I said, so what did you do? She said, well, I just set up the popcorn bar. I'm like, what's that? Ooh. They have popcorn and then they have all kinds of stuff, a, a, just a row of things that they can add to their popcorn. Oh. And then they That go, sounds like fun. Yeah. She had to order the pizza. I don't think she picked it up, but they brought pizza in. Um, and then she handed it out to everybody. And then she... In a popcorn box, they put some sort of surprise treat, like a candy thing, and everybody got that. Mm-hmm. She said, and then they go see the movie. I said, what movie? And she was like, Aladdin. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. We went to John Wick 3, me yeah. and my seven-year-old. I kept waiting for the game. I'm like, did you play a game? No. We gave, and I was like, that's when I realized, so different. She gave them all cards whatever, to play. There's an arcade area. Yeah, that's a lot more fun for them. And you should know, Dad, she did get a tip from the family. Did Mm. she really? $10. That's really sweet. Considering she owes me money, I'm surprised (laughs) I didn't hear about that. Jody, you know how Murphy and I love to use our Domino's app? Yes, I do know. Mm -hmm. Do you guys call each other and text each other when you're doing it? No. Oh, okay. I just think it's so fun, too. And I know it it serves no purpose, but that little red bar that goes across to let you know, hey, we've received your order. Hey, your order's in the oven. Oh, Murphy's walking around the house. He won't put his phone down. He goes, look, uh, Tiffany's on the way with our order. 
Because I like to greet the delivery person by first name. I yeah. think that's You pretty- just like to know what's happening. Hey, look, exactly. it's out of the oven and they're checking it. All right. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, I like to, uh, if I'm out shopping, I'll just order the pizza with the app and I'll go pick it up rather than nice. you trying to hit home and make meet the delivery person yes. and all that. Yes. Uh, the, the one I go to the most, though, apparently, I really have been going way too much. Why? I pulled up the other day. Okay, here's what so happened. It's like a norm situation. A, f- a couple of weeks ago, I pulled up here, and she goes, Sam, right? And I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's so wonderful. She, she gets my pizza and gives it to me. I pulled up over the weekend. No names or anything. She just goes, oh. She goes and gets the pizza and brings it to me. <laughs> okay, so what? This As makes in, you feel like a loser? Wow. Can you go somewhere else? You've been ordering here too long. No, does that make you feel weird? Because that is it, great customer service. I mean, it's that great customer wonderful. service, but it makes me go, okay, do I need a... No. Do, too much? I, mean, I, I love just it. love pizza. Wait, there was a time when I used to walk into my favorite coffee shop, and the barista, the, he was a manager, he's a friend of mine, he would know, he would start making my drink before I was even up to the register and then he would write my name on it yeah. which that's he was everybody great. does that but you know what's weird about that's that is great. he never knew my name because he would always say oh you're jody's husband right <laughs> yes i'm murphy yes oh that's i didn't know that i'm, yeah. I'm sorry but um that's wonderful customer service i think service. that's great now she doesn't think you're hitting on her right sam i, mean, oh, I, didn't, I didn't even say a word <laughs> i just pull up roll down the window and she goes oh that should make your it. experience even better. Yeah, I mean, pretty soon I won't even have to order it. I'll just say, you know <laughs> what I mean. See you Friday. Yeah. Give us a call anytime and join us, 877-310-4675. Good morning, Miranda. Good morning. So I need some advice from you all this morning, okay. and I think Jody might be particularly interested in this one. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a five-year-old son, and the tooth fairy forgot to come last night, and oh. he woke up really upset. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can tell you that when this happened at our house, because it does happen, the tooth fairy has a lot that she's he or she's managing. And so what happened for us, which was a surprise for everybody in the family, was that the next day when um, it was Phoebe, when Phoebe got home from daycare or kindergarten or whatever it was, the tooth fairy had, you know, picked up a second shift and there was something waiting at home like when when she got home that day so what happened was our tooth fairy came during the day because he had to work a double to get all the because they were so busy overnight right Gotcha. and (laughs) because it was late it was more than the usual it was like the usual money and then like a little trinket interest and penalties yeah (laughs) a little i'm sorry i'm late okay yeah right right and i if i were you i would mention to him that you know it's possible she just had to work a double yeah let us know, okay? I'll snap a picture and put it on the Facebook page. Yay! For okay. Good, yeah. It's kind of the same way Santa Claus works. Because, you know, Santa's traveling all night. Right. And he's staying ahead because of the time zones. Yeah. And having to go. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and you can also explain to your kid what working a double means. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than explaining what drinking a double means. <laughs> okay, okay. Obviously, That's a different ferry. <laughs> call anytime. We love to hear from you. Um, you can text that number to 877-310-4MSJ. The um, Star Wars land in Disneyland in uh, California has had yes. to change up some of the uh, menu items in the restaurant there. Why? Why? Too nerdy. 
There's no uh, such thing as too nerdy when it comes no, to Star Wars. Apparently, it was too nerdy uh, because well, they were doing stuff like fried Indorian tip yip. And people are like, what is that? Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't know what that so is. So that is now called Indoran Fried Chicken. Uh, uh, okay. The, the Mustafarian Lava Roll is now referred to as the Mustafarian Cinnamon Roll. <laughs> I was say, it wasn't selling because people didn't know what yeah, it was. because yeah. it wasn't like Oh, okay. That's obvious. not too nerdy. It's about being specific and saying what things are. It's a little nerdy because if you knew the language, you would probably know what oh, wait, they are. So okay. that language, that Lava Roll thing means Cinnamon Roll? And- uh, in the Batu language, apparently it means stuff. See, okay. I'm not... Not nerdy enough to know what all that stuff means. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So but you're had- nerdy enough to tell us about this. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Um, you guys didn't grow up with chickens around, but I did. That's true. I did have a pig though, remember? Right, a pet pig. Yeah. Yeah. Smacks. Sam. That was his name, Smacks. Yeah. That's cute. Um, we okay. just had a dog. We it. had dogs, and at one point we moved to this big piece of property, and there was a barn, and my dad was so excited, and we got chickens. And you know, it was my job to go every day after school. I was I was in second grade when we moved here, mm-hmm. and he gave me a little basket, and my job was to get the eggs. Mm-hmm. I miss those days. That was so sweet. Anyway. Were those uh, the best eggs you ever ate? Yeah. In fact, I didn't know that eggs weren't good. And I mean, eggs are good, but <laughs> I grew up on real chicken eggs, like in the yard chicken eggs. And what wow. color were they? Some of them, they were, sometimes they were multicolored, but most of the time they were brownish. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the CDC, have you heard about this warning that they're telling people to stop loving on pet chickens? <laughs> they're having to tell people there's a, okay, so a lot of people have chickens, whether they're pets or just you have them for eggs, you have them for what? Our friends Randy and Carol got chickens not long ago, remember? And then they got yeah, rid of them. But I don't think they were loving on them. <laughs> no, in fact, Randy, I said, why did you get rid of your chickens? He goes, we loved having the eggs. And we found out, though, that they liked us too much. And they kept coming closer and closer. And what? One, like, he had them in the way in the back of yeah. the backyard. And he says that one day he looked up and he was washing his hands at the kitchen sink. And there was a chicken right there. They're one, in the window <laughs> holding a knife, huh? <laughs> He was like, he felt, and there's there's poop everywhere when you have chickens, yeah. and it's true. You let them come up into your life, and you're going to be stepping around stuff all the time. But apparently, there's a link between all these outbreaks of salmonella. A salmonella. <laughs> <laughs> the mafia guy? <laughs> People are handling their poultry to their chickens too much, like loving on them, petting them, touching them. Yes, really? Yeah, because we're so, Americans, we're so uh, yeah. pet-like. We think everything's a pet, and that people are getting sick. Because well, you, I'm glad they're issuing the warning. I don't know that I would kiss a chicken. Me either. But I understand. You'd have to catch it before you kissed yeah. it. Well, that's true. Yeah, I'm not really sure what kind of phenomenon this is mm-hmm. with names. How you know all names can stick, but every now and then there's either somebody you meet or so, that the but name just their never name. ever sticks. Yeah. I've got it. I've had it. Yes. Well, mine's not a person right now. It's the it's the oh, dog that we are fostering. It's Layla. And her name was Wheezy when it came when she came from the shelter, shelter. right? Mm-hmm. And it, so that sticks. That's easy. I love that. I think Wheezy is fun. It's cute. But because our girls know Wheezy, they thought that would be confusing. They wanted to rename her Layla. So I get stuck every time I go to call her, Jody, just I so know, that you know. I'm sorry. And I don't call her Wheezy. I just sit there for a minute silent. <laughs> hey, dog. Is, hey, you. Uh, come over here. The trick is when you see her, you need to hear the song. That's what I. That's why I'm singing it all Layla, the time. Okay. I, I guess if I if I train myself, maybe that it will work. Yeah. But it's just it's the weirdest thing how one name you can remember a bazillion it's things, true. but the one name doesn't stick. Yeah, and whatever you thought at first is what sticks. So, oops. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys remember every single time that Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes, how much fun it was? Yeah. If you do win tonight, remember that no one cares about that award as much as you do, okay? <laughs> Don't get emotional. It's embarrassing, okay? <laughs> He's not afraid that to award hold back. Is yeah, he no doesn't offense. hold back. That's the thing. And we've been we've been in this trend all year of the host list award show, sort of, especially mm-hmm. for that movie and TV yeah. stuff, the big ones. Uh, well, the Golden Globes have called Ricky again, and he has said yes. So he will host January 5th, 77th annual. He says they've off- made me an offer I can't refuse. He said this is going to be fun because it's the last time I'm going to do it. He's told them. He's telling everybody. Really? Last well, he time, keeps we- saying that, though. I know, he? but... If he if he if he really goes for it and yeah. really upsets people in the audience, maybe they won't invite that, him back. I just still think that is such a high pressured job. You know, you've got to be so prepped. great be at perfect. it. Yeah, he is. His good. comedy is perfect for it because he comes off as if he does not care. And yeah. that's the uh, show that Tom Hanks and Ellen DeGeneres are getting big awards at. Totally, um, twenty five categories, fourteen in film, eleven in television, hosted by. Um, Ricky Gervais live on NBC from the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. This is the one where everybody's eating and drinking. Mm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up next, guys, the hardest thing about getting the Thanksgiving meal on the table. And did you know you could take a little piece of us home with you? <laughs> Not just on Facebook or Instagram, Legally, yes. but uh, you know MSJ merch. You actually, if there are T-shirts, there are mugs, anything you choose. There's even this awesome-looking hoodie on here. The hat's the coolest, though. I still think. Yeah. All right, check out check it out. MurphySamAndJody.com.